<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Thursday, July 30th. I am Kyle Hilliard. Here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. Animal Crossing New Horizons adds luck to the game, which may have larger implications regarding its future. Valve boss Gabe Newell says he prefers Xbox Series X over PlayStation 5, but doesn't really explain why. And CD Projekt Red warns against clicking links in emails about a Cyberpunk 2077 beta. Animal Crossing has been updated to include bad luck. Animal Crossing received a second summer update recently after adding swimming a little while ago, but this one will make you fall over and drop balloons more, which is weird and further proof that maybe Animal Crossing isn't for me specifically. But I suppose I could see why adding that random element to the game would be fun. Basically, as you're running around the island, sometimes you might trip and fall. And if you're holding a balloon, a newly added item, you will drop it and it will fly into the sky. You will also apparently be able to now create a King Tut mask if you find some gold. But if you wear the mask, it will make you trip more. The implication there is that luck and specifically bad luck may have been introduced to the game, which is something that has been in Animal Crossing games in the past. Patricia Hernandez reported on the update for Polygon and explained how this mechanic was implemented previously, writing, On a good luck day, everything is amazing. You'll get more money from rocks, it'll be easier to befriend villagers, and you'll have a better time avoiding bees because they'll move more slowly. The world's your oyster. On bad luck days, it's the complete opposite. You'll find fewer resources, it'll be harder to raise friendship levels, the money rock will become stingy, and just to pour salt on the wound, you'll trip and fall on your face. Wearing the King Tut mask will immediately lower your luck, which is why you'll trip way more often. It's probably an Easter egg hinting at the mask's cursed nature. The full story, complete with some embedded video showing the tripping mechanic in action, is linked in the show notes. This is such a strange update, but this is kind of where Animal Crossing tends to shine. Weird little additions that make the overall experience more interesting, and, in this case, a little unpredictable. Valve's Gabe Newell says he prefers the Xbox Series X when it comes to next-gen hardware. This is a quick story because, honestly, there isn't a lot to report on here, but Gabe Newell, generator of countless memes and the boss over at Valve, appeared recently on a New Zealand talk show called The Project, and he was asked which next-generation platform he preferred, and he said, without much hesitation, the Xbox Series X. CNET's Daniel Von Boom reported on Newell's preference and wrote in their story, appearing on New Zealand talk show The Project, Newell was asked by a host which console would be better. The Xbox, he said emphatically, to a jeer from an audience member. When pressed on whether his preference stems from his years working at Microsoft, he added, 
I don't have a stake in that race. We do most of our development on personal computers, but of the two, I would definitely go with an Xbox. That story is linked in the show notes, but that's all Newell really had to say. In the past, he has been outspoken about not being a particular fan of PlayStation, not, you know, in a vitriolic way or anything, but it just mostly was because it was difficult to develop for PlayStation 3, for example, and Valve games do just fine with their PC releases, but Valve and Sony did partner for some Steam applications on the PlayStation 3. Not much came from it, but for a time, there was some compatibility between certain Steam games, like Portal 2 and the PlayStation 3 version of Portal 2, but it sounds like whatever relationship was there has just not sustained. There are plenty of assumptions that can be made here, of course. Maybe Newell and Valve are just more familiar with the Xbox Series X's development tools, since they do all stem from PC architecture. Maybe Newell doesn't like how Sony is investing in Unreal, and how Epic is using the PlayStation 5 to showcase the next Unreal engine. Epic and Unreal do represent Valve and Steam's biggest competitor in the digital PC game storefront battle. Maybe Newell just hates Ratchet and Clank. It's all currently unclear, but if you're a Valve fan and want to see more Valve games on consoles, it sounds like Xbox Series X might be your better bet. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Here's what released today. Liberated is out today on PC. It's a puzzly platformer game that takes place inside a comic book. I actually gave it a full, proper review on the June 5th episode of the Gaming Ride Home podcast. It has some cool ideas, but ultimately kind of came up short for me when I played the Switch version. Some of my complaints were related to technical hiccups, though, so maybe the PC version will be a little smoother. Yakuza Kiwami 2 is out today on Xbox One, and that also means it's available for Xbox Game Pass subscribers, which is cool. It's a remake of the PlayStation 2 game, Yakuza 2. It's been out on other platforms for a while, but it is nice to see it on Xbox One. I'm not a big Yakuza guy, but by all accounts, this is a really fantastic remake. It still feels like Yakuza 0 may be the best starting point if you want to play Yakuza, Either that or Yakuza Kiwami, which is a remake of the first Yakuza, but 
this is supposed to be a very good game. So, you know, feel free to use that information however you deem fit. Hellpoint is out today on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC. It's published by Tiny Build, the developer that created Hello Neighbor, which feels like a weird fit considering the game looks hellish and violent. But even if Hello Neighbor isn't violent or gory, it is horrifying in its own way. So, you know, maybe it's a perfect fit. The game describes itself on its Steam page as, quote, an intense action RPG taking place on Irid Navo, a derelict space station soaked in an intoxicating dark sci-fi atmosphere. The words derelict space station really stand out to me. That's kind of, I'm into that. I want to play that. It has a real Dark Souls vibe to it. It looks interesting and scary. The setting is sci-fi, but the characters look very dark medieval fantasy. Mobile Suit Gundam Extreme versus Maxaboost On is out today on PlayStation 4. Uh, it looks like the Maxaboost is on in this one, which I assume is very good news. My understanding about this game is it is a third-person action multiplayer arcade game that has been ported to consoles. In Japan, this is a very popular game in a very specific popular genre that was popularized by Gundam's adaptation of it. It's basically a fighting game, but not in the traditional Street Fighter-style fighting game sense. It's third-person, camera-over-the-shoulder combat that really only works if each player has their own screen. There have been a number of attempts at bringing this style of game to America, but nothing has really caught on. The Dragon Ball Xenoverse games are maybe about the closest this genre has gotten to being popular over here. This game, however, is, I think, the most popular game within that third-person fighting game style of game, so for that reason, I am curious about it. I want to see what all the fuss is about. Fight Crab actually released yesterday on Steam, but it's one I missed. It's a fighting game where opponents control realistic crabs, and you can carry various weapons in your claws. It's super weird and goofy, and I think the name is a pun on Fight Club, right? Doraemon Story of Seasons is a Story of Seasons game, aka a Harvest Moon game, that features Doraemon, who is a time-traveling robot cat, not to be confused with Blinks, that is very popular in Japan. It's out today on PlayStation 4 in Japan. I don't know how useful that information is to you, but it was on Wikipedia's list of new games that released today, which doesn't always include Japanese-only releases, so... I can only assume it's on there because people are excited about it and want to know about it. If you're really curious about it, it is available on the Switch eShop in North America right now, immediately. Another currently Japan-only game, Root Film, is out today. I mentioned this one in particular because most reporting seemed to point to today being the game's release date worldwide, but I can't find it on any stores, so it seems the date being reported is Japan only, or it unceremoniously got delayed. I'm not sure. But it looks like a murder mystery game along the lines of something like Virtue's Last Reward or games like that. It's worth keeping an eye out for it if you like visual novel murder mysteries. NASCAR Heat 5 got some DLC today. Quoting from the press release, this new content pack included in the season pass and priced at $12.99 for non-season pass players includes 41 NASCAR Cup Series paint schemes, 10 NASCAR Xfinity Series schemes, and three new in-game challenges. 
Also worth noting, Baroni, 20XX, and Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery EP are all free on the Epic Games Store right now. I am not super familiar with Baroni. My understanding is that it is a first-person roguelike dungeon crawler. 20XX is a game that everyone is constantly telling me I should play, considering my love and adoration for Mega Man X. It's basically a roguelite Mega Man X. It has dash jumping and wall bouncing. It really does look like my kind of game, but I am always turned off by the roguelite elements. One of my favorite things about Mega Man X is the specific, well-designed levels with secrets worth tracking down. I just don't like randomized levels. It makes me feel like I'm playing levels designed by a computer simulation, which is exactly what it is. I want to play in a designer's brain who carefully considered the placement and every platform and every minute detail of a level is very intentional, but... You know, that's my own hang-up. By all accounts, the game is supposed to be very good. And then Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery EP is a game I have only played like an hour or two of, but I have listened to its soundtrack for hundreds of hours. I love the soundtrack. I mean, come on, listen to this. Or this. I should really probably beat that game someday. That's it for gaming news today. I was all set to dive back into Paper Mario, the Origami King, yesterday. I have been neglecting it for too long, but... While recording the latest episode of the MinMax show with pals Jeff Marchiafava and Leo Vader, they talked about a game called Round Guard, which they described simply as a Peggle RPG. It's an Apple Arcade game, but it's also on Switch, currently on sale for 12 bucks, and I basically beelined my way to it as soon as I was able to, and it is exactly what they promised, a Peggle RPG. I love Pagel. I often refer to it as the second coming of Tetris to many people who really could not have cared less about video games, much less my opinion, but I really played a lot of Pagel 1. I was very excited for Pagel 2, and I played it a fair bit, but nothing has ever beaten that window of time where I was going back and forth between Pagel on my phone and the Xbox Live arcade version. I really played it entirely too much. So, Anyway, I played a bunch of Round Guard last night and really enjoyed it. You're basically making your way through a series of levels, leveling up and unlocking all kinds of new equipment. And instead of trying to get rid of all the orange pegs, you're defeating enemies who each have their own HP. And you're doing that by launching yourself at them. It's really great. I really like it. It lacks the overall polish of the original Peggle. And if I'm being totally honest, I I really don't like the art style of the game, but the loop of playing Peggle and unlocking new, stronger equipment and leveling up to do stronger attacks is really great. I'm playing it on Switch, and it really feels like it fits there well. I imagine the mobile version is pretty good, too. It just it really works well as a handheld game. I'm, I'm sorry, Paper Mario. I promise I will probably get back to you at some point. Two quick little corrections here. Well, 
I mean, this is less of a correction, but still worth sharing, I think. At Lobotomies for free tweeted to the at Gaming Ride Home Twitter account, Crisis takes a while to click and get used to how it wants you to play. AI detection is always pretty bad, which I appreciate that note. I'm not giving up on Crisis at Lobotomies for free, but it sounds like I do need to reconsider how I am approaching each battle. At Dreamer Tactical on Twitter reached out regarding Blightbound and wrote, Hey Kyle, I have a quick correction. Blightbound did not leave early access yesterday. It actually just entered early access yesterday following the beta weekend. Love the show. So there you go. Apologies if you went seeking it out, expecting the final release. You can still buy it and play it, but it is in early access. So, you know, keep that in mind. Also, finally, just wanted to share this PSA from CD Projekt Red. The official at Cyberpunk Game Twitter account tweeted, If you recently received an email claiming to be granting you beta access to Cyberpunk 2077, it's not from us. Unfortunately, there have been more of these being sent out over the past few weeks. When we contact you via email, it'll always come from a at cdprojectred.com address. Same goes for content creators. We always reach out directly from an at cdprojectred.com domain. If you are being contacted by a third party claiming to be working with us, an ad agency, for example, you can assume it's not genuine. So, you know, don't get too excited if you see a email promising you beta access to Cyberpunk 2077. It might be just trying to get your information. If you have corrections or just feedback in general, feel free to send me tweets or DMs to either at Kyle M. Hilliard or at Gaming Ride Home, or you can send an email to Kyle at ridehome.info. And please consider leaving a review for the podcast wherever you listen to it. You can also check out my Twitch account, Kyle Impersonator, where I am playing through Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. I finally made my decision. I love Metal Gear Solid. I've played all the numbered Metal Gear Solid games, a lot of the spinoffs. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance is one I've, I've never played. I Right when it came out, I played the first 25 minutes. I was able to look at my old save and see exactly how long I played. But I'm, uh, I'm going to see it to the end with this Twitch stream, so feel free to go check that out. You can also find me on The MinMax Show for more long-form video game discussions. Tomorrow, I believe it's tomorrow, Leo Vader's first video essay will be online. I can tease that it's about Hitman and a specific level in Hitman. It's hilarious. I've watched it like three times. Leo Vader is a funny person who makes funny videos, so I would recommend keeping an eye out for that. I will talk to you more about video games tomorrow. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.